This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Well, hello, beautiful. Holy caffeine! It's the world's greatest super friends. Ronnie and Aaron. Faster than a streak of lightning. A DC Comics podcast. Absolute. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah, sure, why not? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Batman. He's a hipster. The Flash World's fastest human. I mean, I grew up with Wally West. Think about the future. If you're good at something, never do it for free. Dude, you're a dumbass. You are foolish. Ooh. DC Absolute. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is. It's just like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, dude, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you're surviving your storm? Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I read comics today on my day off and wrote a little bit, so. Cool. All right, now, I saw that your town schools are closed again tomorrow. Is your school closed? I don't know if the university is closed or not. Okay. It's almost, like, this is my third year working there. Okay. And, like, and like before I started, apparently, it had to be, like, a blizzard for them to shut down. Well, that that's like New York City schools. They don't They do not close. Well, I mean, elementary and high school school around here is different, but like the university part, like I guess they went like nine years without even closing anything except Mm -hmm. for like holidays or whatever. And within the last year, they've closed like four times. (laughs) And yeah, so the elementary schools and stuff around here are closed. I'm assuming because it's rural and... You know, mm. gravel roads, or county roads, and all that stuff. Right. The buses won't be able to. And I haven't made it out today. I mean, I went out and started my car and, you know, all that. So it didn't have, like, an inch of ice on it. Yeah. But I know our driveway's slick as hell. <laughs> and it looks like the county road, or our road, like, when I was at my car, it looks like a sh- it's a sheet of glass on top of it. It's so shiny. So it might be one of those when you go to back your car out, like your tires are frozen in. You yep. crack all the yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I put some <laughs> some salt down around my tires and whatnot, so that way it's not like stuck there. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad it rained here today a little bit, and it looks like it's raining now. Which I'm glad because they, we were anticipating a big storm <laughs> last weekend, and we got a total combined amount of snow of zero point zero inches, um, and they preemptively salted the shit out of everything. So it's just been salt everywhere, and Julia doesn't understand the concept of salting. Mm-hmm. That she's like. Before she leaves for school, when the sun is coming out on a sunny day, that it's going to be like 40 degrees, she like dumps half a friggin' thing of salt out all over our front steps and walkway. And I'm like, you don't need to salt this. And it literally, it's just been sitting on my steps for days. And finally, it washed away. 
<laughs> like, God, get in. <laughs> but so since um since I've been single parenting for a few days, I haven't had as much time to read comics as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I read two comics that I wanted to talk about. Well, one of them I figure you would want to talk about, so I read it, even though I really didn't want to. Okay. And then I read one that I was really looking forward to, and it completely blew me away. All right. With how terrible it was. So I can probably guess which one is which, actually. It was actually not terrible. Okay, which one is which? The one that blew you away. Yes. Is the first issue. Uh, yes. Okay. And the second issue came out this week? Did it? I don't think so. I don't know. If it did, I missed it. No. Oh, no, no, you're talking about a different book. I'm talking about a different Wonder Comics book. Yeah, a different Wonder Comics book. Yeah. Yeah. That first issue also blew me away. Yeah. But this, this one, it's everything I have wanted in a story for a long time. Well... And that issue is Naomi, right? Yeah. Yeah, you are correct. Okay. And, dude, I totally agree because I wasn't, uh, well, what's the word? Like, I didn't have any expectations going into this. Yep. But then, like, as soon as I hit that last page, I was like, huh, that's pretty damn awesome. When does number two come out? Yeah. It, what's funny is this. I, mean, I think we've talked before, and I just forgot the name of the TV show that you were telling me about. That's sort of, sort of like it. But um, you know, like I, I told you a while ago that I've always wanted to write a short story where it's just like people in a world with superheroes, mm-hmm. and they're just like sitting at their dinner table while you know, say Superman and you know, Mongol are outside their house fighting and like smashing into crap, and you know, they're just trying to have dinner conversation while all this insanity is happening. Right. That's this book is that. Yeah. And like, as soon as I started reading, like you said, I had, I didn't read any preview pages. I didn't read any descriptions. I just knew it was the new Bendis wonder comic, you know, and they, I forget what the tag on the cover said something about, you know, the newest mystery of the DC universe or something. And I was like, all right, whatever that means. But as soon as I start reading it and it's like, um, you know, all the people are talking about, oh, my God, I missed it. Like, finally, like something cool happened in our town. <laughs> and, you know, the one girl's like, oh, I dropped my phone. I was trying to film it. And, you know, basically what everybody would be doing if Superman showed up in front of you. Right. And, you know, you see the clips of of the fight happening and people are running and there's cars flipping over that people are like diving out of the way from. But then, of course, everybody's there. You know, talking about how awesome it was and how crazy and this is great. And, you know, everything about this first issue, I mean, it hit everything that I would want in a story like this. Yep. And then you get to the last page where, you know, you find out, you know, like this girl, I Come Naomi. On. You can't just like skip to the last page. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. No, um, you know, throughout the whole issue, Naomi kind of feels she out of has, place. Yeah, but they they actually labeled it too. So they 
with Wonder Comics, I assume that it'd be like YA, right? Right. But this comic doesn't feel like that. Yeah, it has YA characters and focuses on that part, but it really does, it feels more than that. Oh, absolutely. And you know, the, like when when they announced, you know, it was this new female lead, you know, young adult comic. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could think was like a Hunger Games type of thing. Yeah, right. And this is, I mean, at least with issue one, uh-huh. this is way, way beyond any of that. Yeah. And so the tagline on the cover of issue one is the biggest new mystery in the DC universe begins here. That's, That's what it was. Yeah. Right. But another thing that's so cool about this book is they actually deep dive, well, not really deep dive, but they dive into, like, what normal people would feel like, or, like, with this obsession of superheroes. Yes. Which has to be a real thing in the world where there is superheroes. Oh, Absolutely. I, I love the scene, you know, she's working at the diner mm-hmm. and it's, you know, she's behind the counter and it's empty. And, you know, I guess her friend messaged her or something like, oh, he's back. Yeah. You know, something. And she's like, I, I got to go. And basically she just bolts out the door to go see what was happening. Yeah. I mean, you know, think today, this day and age when, I mean over by us even in the the super super freezing weather um there was like a massive paper factory that burned down um about maybe about a half hour or so from my house but it's you know where i grew up and you know right around there and friends of mine still live in the area and they're there even though it's the coldest freaking night of the year for us it was like minus who knows what they're outside taking pictures And, you know, there's crowds there watching, you know, firefighters from six different towns battling this thing. And they're all there. And it's like that's – if there was a superhero or something, Mm -hmm. you know it would be the exact same thing. That as soon as someone's like, you know, Batman's fighting the Penguin and then all of a sudden it, you know, it hits social media and just spreads (laughs) – and you know that it's going to be this gigantic craziness. But, yeah, I, I absolutely love that this book feels very real-world-ish. Mm-hmm. In, in like, a good way. Yeah. Another, another thing that I really like about it that brings the aspect of real-world-ish, mm-hmm. and it's a small thing, but... Like when Superman comes back to clean up. Right. Like you don't really get a good clear picture of him. Right. Because, I mean, you wouldn't, right? He's not going to be there to take the State of a Union address. (laughs) Yep. You know, he's just flying and you're not going to have very good... I mean, even if you have 20-20 vision, you're not going to see, you know, lint on his cape. But... Yeah, I thought it was pretty awesome, especially yeah. like when he, you know, the that series of panels, the long one and then the three short ones to the right of it, where, you know, it's kind of 
like he's flying and he's got the tanker or the fire the, truck or whatever. Yeah, the fire truck, but it has the that element of um the sun breaking through. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you know, there's Superman to her. Like that's what right. she could be seeing. And then his like smirk or smile. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool too. I for me, I I thought the page after that, or maybe it was two pages, the one where it's the crowd basically after he's gone, uh-huh. all like swooning and cheering and going crazy. Yeah. That yeah. that to me was probably my favorite in the whole issue. Because it's like, you know, you got the crowd like smiling and like going crazy and people are like, What did he say? Did he say anything? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, what happened? What happened? And you know. So yeah, and of course Naomi missed it again. Again, yeah. <laughs> but I, I forget who did the art on this. I don't. Um, I gotta look because Walker. No, Jamal Campbell. Okay. Is the art did the art and the cover? This book looks well. What did Walker do? Freaking amazing. According to the first page, Brian Michael Bendis and David Walker were the writers. Okay. So they so they co-wrote it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and Jamal Campbell is the art. Okay, yep. And it looks like he did everything. Mm-hmm. You know, the pencils, the inking, and the coloring. Yeah, and, and the art in this is fantastic. Oh my goodness, yes. It makes it real world-looking, but also fantasy-esque, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's not so real world that you don't know that it's realistic, but realistic to where it could be like an animated cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I wonder what this guy... I can't even place anything that he's done besides this. Maybe this is a breakout. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm looking... Just, I guess he's got a, a deviant art page or something. Mm-hmm. And there's like tons of Spider-Man images, but I don't know if he ever actually worked on it or not. I also liked um, her being in the counselor or or the therapist also. Yeah. Because that that's where it breaks it down. Like, sure, you, you're obsessed with Superman because he's Superman. You yeah. Know? I don't know. Uh, so, are you in for the long haul, especially? Oh yeah. Especially yeah. with the the last page ending the way it did. Yeah, I mean, you know, like she, the way that she's, you know, I don't fit in. I don't fit in, and you know, where the therapist is like, listen, it's you relate to Superman because it's the same thing. He was adopted. You were adopted. Mm-hmm. You know, so you just. You know, you feel like there might be something. And, of course, she sees... I forget what the guy's name at the shop. Uh, I'm looking for it right now. T... It's some, like... D. D, yeah. Um, You know, and they're talking. And, of course, <laughs> you know, I mean, throughout the whole thing, no one is going to give her a straight answer. Nope. But, of course, you know, as it turns out, the last time something like this happened was the day... She showed up. Yeah, she was adopted. Yep. So. Here's the thing for me. 
I would almost much rather her just be an orphan, normal person than to find out later on that she's connected to the superhero world somehow and might even have superpowers or, you know, whatever. It It's funny that you say that because my initial thought was after after the reveal at the end where it was like that that's the day I was adopted and he's like I know mm-hmm. and then it ends I was like man I really hope that it doesn't turn out that she's like Kryptonian or something yeah, anything. you know something yeah. like that yeah that I hope you know I mean, as much as I, I, I mean, I like the character so far, and I would not want to see her hopes and dreams crushed. <laughs> but I think, how great would it be if this is? I don't know if it's a mini series or if it's an ongoing. You know, I don't. Who knows? I just assume everything's a mini series at this point. Right. Um, but say it's a four issue series, and you know she's trying to figure out who she is, and she's got her hopes up that you know maybe. You know, her father was a Green Lantern or, you know, who knows what. But then it turns out at the end, her parents were just like regular people that that there was, you know, a Superman is fighting someone in the town and they ended up getting killed while walking with her. So she's just like a normal kid. And it turns out that, her, you know, her parents were collateral damage. Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. I just... <laughs> I want her to be the female. I mean, she could be a strong lead character without having superpowers. Right. She could be a Batgirl. Yeah. Or even a Lois Lane type where, yeah. it were, or Renee Montoya. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. To where she doesn't need superpowers, but she can do investigating. She can, she can be super smart or whatever. Yeah. Or she could just be a troubled teen that gets into trouble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes, but I just hope it. Even if it does go the way that we kind of don't want it to go, I just hope it makes sense. Right. 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 Like I, if it goes the way of she turns out to be someone. She's an Amazonian or something. Right. As long as all of a sudden she's not like a master of her powers, you know, and she's like, I'm going to go out and do this. Like mm-hmm. kind kind of like with sideways. Yeah. Where he's trying to rift and like he can't do it right. And, you know, things are kind of screwy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even 12, 13 issues in, he's still not the best at his powers. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that, that I would. Was... That was the great thing about Sideways, right? Like he yeah. was a, he's a teenage kid doing teenage stuff if he had superpowers. Right. Exactly. And that I I hope if this book goes that way that you know, I I would be very interested to see her finding out that she is something and trying to figure that out instead of her finding out that she is something and right off the bat being like I'm going to go Save the world. Right. Yeah. You know? Yep. Sort of, sort of like, uh, oh, I just forgot the name of the Aftershock book. 
super zero. Yeah. You know how how the the trade ended where she got powers. Uh huh. And it's like, man, like now I really <laughs> I really want to see what she does now. Yeah, that because that, actually that's a good uh, analogy because I kind of felt like this, like hmm. Super Zero felt like this. As to where she didn't really want to be a superhero, she was just obsessed with the superheroes. Which in in this Super Zero, oh yeah, yeah, right. But, but as where like Super Zero, Super Zero was totally obsessed and wanted to become anything. Yeah, how she keeps trying to set up her own superhero origin story by having her parents killed. Yeah, <laughs> parents killed, get bit by a radioactive spider. You know, <laughs> yeah, any yeah. of the famous origins. Sneaks onto the spaceship to do, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but this one, it, if I could give it more than a perfect score, mm-hmm. I would. Because I think from the the story to how it was written to how, you know, the art was done and how the, the words and the art fit together mm-hmm. on the page. Like this, this is probably... I would say this is probably my favorite debut comic in a very long time. Uh, I would say this is probably one of my favorite DC debuts since uh, All New Heroes or whatever. Since like Sideways and Silencer. Oh, yeah. Because those I liked right off the bat. But, I mean, it's still awesome, and I'm still waiting on two, so. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Very good book. All right, so. H-I-C, right? That's the one? What's the one? Is that the other one that you were talked about? That. What, Heroes in Crisis? Yeah. I'm talking about Heroes in Crisis? Mm-hmm. Talking about heroes in crisis. Uh huh. In crisis, heroes. Yeah. Crisis that have heroes <laughs> in it. Yeah. Yes. So wow. you didn't like it as much as you had the last couple. No, and I, I really hope that this book is not going towards a gigantic cop out ending. Okay. Now, maybe I dreamed this because I was just kind of not really paying attention as I was reading. Um, now, in this one, mm-hmm. didn't we sort of find out that there's like slight time travel versions of stuff and whatever that people were going back and it might not actually be the versions of the people that we think are the ones that are dead? Uh, that might be a possibility, I guess. If that is the possibility and that is what happens, I'm never reading another DC event book because I'm sick of cop out endings. Well, you can't, you're going to have everybody die and people are mourning them and they're mourning them in like 70 different series. Mm -hmm. Not just in this, you know, you have the whole thing with red hood and, you know, even though, you know, he and Batman had like a massive falling out. Batman still comes to check on him to see if he's okay since Roy Harper's dead. 
you know, you have the whole thing with Wally, you have everything else. And then if it turns out, oh, yeah, it was a different version of them. So those versions are still alive somewhere or possibly still alive right here and not actually dead. So don't worry about it. I'm going to raise a gigantic middle finger right at that last page of that book. And I will say, go to hell. Well, uh, okay. Cause I'm on the other side of that spectrum. That you want it to be a garbage ending? No, I don't want it to be a garbage <laughs> that ending. And that even if this that whole was mystery, it. and then they're just like, guess what? It wasn't really this person that died. It was just Martian Manhunter pretending to be them. They got shot in the head and is laying here. Yeah, but you see, <clears throat> for me, this isn't about the ending at all. This is—it's just each issue of this book has been an awesome, fantastic journey. But the problem with that is or, the fantastic journey that you're going on with these characters where they're grieving and you don't see them you grieving know, here though. Not in this issue, but you have not in the series. Well, okay. But you're seeing it elsewhere because of this. Okay. And you're seeing, you know, I get, this was the issue where Superman and wonder woman gave the press conference talking about yes. how, this is the place where they go to grieve which, or go to go to heal, which is worth the price of the comic book. Itself. But if you're finding out that all of this extra stuff really doesn't matter, but that that to me, who says it, it doesn't matter though? Oh my god, it forget it. No, I'm serious. I want to hear, like, because even if. This is not the real version of Roy, or not the real version of whatever, Lagoon Boy. Right. It's still going to have some consequences. But then, the entire consequence is that they weren't dead, that people are now happy that they're alive, and then they're pissed that they went through this whole thing. And and it wasn't really them. You know, which explains the two Harleys, mm-hmm. which explain, you know, like the I don't know, the, this whole thing. If it just kept to we're you know, we have this place called Sanctuary where it's a place that we can go. And, you know, just say like in Naomi. Say, you know. Yes, she was a baby with her parents and Superman and Mongol are fighting and a fire truck flips over and crushes her parents, you know, and now Superman has to deal with the fact that two innocent people who are literally just living their life and walking down the street are dead because of something that he did. And he needs a place where he can go and talk about it and deal with it. And if the whole comic was based off of that, I would be perfectly okay with it. But the fact that it looks like it might turn into, you know, weird time travel skipping and everything's de- uh, I don't care. I don't care. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I, me, I'm, I'm in on it. Like, the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, at this point, 
I've read more than half of it, so I will finish the series. And it does come out on time. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Unlike oh, what other... book doesn't come out on time? <laughs> <laughs> Doomsday Clock might come out. Not, that book was canceled. <laughs> Haven't you realized this yet? <laughs> Not, another issue of that book will never see the light of day. <laughs> it just keeps getting delayed and delayed just indefinitely. Just yeah. Eventually, people just forget that it was even coming out. <laughs> but see, I love... I love the fact in this one that we get Booster and Ted. Okay. Um, well, still, one of my favorite things is the confessionals. Mm-hmm. But also, like, Babs being Babs. Right. Well, I'm just saying, like, that's... Because, like, when Skeets is there talking to her... He's like, it won't hurt, will it? And then, and then Batman is like, fine. And then he says, will it? And then, so like in a smart ass, broken person way, she's like, fine, really? Okay, cool. Yes, that's cool. Like being a smart ass to him, and he doesn't even. I mean, he might get it, but it's Batman, so he doesn't care. Hmm. So I just thought that was cool. And then of course, you know, he says, I'm Batman. I don't need press. Right. I don't know. I'm all I'm all about it. I'm I'm ready for this journey. Yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly the pages that I do find the most interesting mm-hmm. are the confessional pages. Okay. You know, because you do get a, a, an interesting insight into characters and sometimes it's characters that i mean like who was in this issue there was harley was the last one where she's telling the joke and then it's basically yeah then then he started punching me yeah. <laughs> or yeah. whatever yeah but you also get was it this is the one with solstice yes where she like t- you know makes herself back into her human form but then she's like no, no no i can't do it and she goes right back to and I forget who else it was. Maybe Protector was this one where he talks about telling kids not to do drugs while he was on drugs. Yep. And and Commander Steel was this one as well. well okay. Yeah. Like where he honestly, knows that when he comes back, he's gonna die. If if you gave me a twenty six page issue of just those confessional scenes, I would like that way more than anything else that's going on in this series. But you, but the confessional scenes wouldn't have any context if, if you just cherry pick those out though. But you know what? You could give me those scenes, intercut with, you know, them doing their heroy or villainy stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what this series is doing. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, because you. What is the protector done in this except for been in that scene? Well, uh, died, but. Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying if you have him, you know, out talking to kids, you know, like you see him at the bar getting completely screwed up and then, you you know, out on the street yelling at kids who are, you know, drinking or something like that while it's mixed in with him basically like, yeah, I told people don't do drugs or else, you know, but I was always on a lot of drugs and, you know, or else that to me where if it was just like the personal journeys of 
some of these people mm-hmm. that you knew, you know, a place like Sanctuary existed. Like if they set that up and then just went with that instead of the whole future selves killing something and garbage crap, I would be I'd be way more into it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we we got that with Lagoon Boy, right? Yeah. So, like, uh, if everything was that, instead, it's not. I don't know. Everything, this, I don't know. I mean, I'm, you're, I mean, I'm not going to try to <laughs> debate you into liking it. So, I mean, I, I'm cool. I, I've liked it since issue one. This is issue five. We have four more to go, which, yeah. again, will be out on time. <laughs> yeah. Even even when Clayman has to draw on the floor because his back's out, this issue came out on time. Yes. And um, Clayman. My guess is that issues six, seven, eight, and nine of this uh-huh. will be out before <laughs> issue, issue nine, nine <laughs> of Doomsday Clock. <laughs> well, at this point, it's a sure bet that six and seven will be. Yeah, I mean, because it was. <laughs> Let's see, issue nine was delayed a month, and then it was delayed another three weeks, and now it was just delayed another three weeks, I think. Uh huh. <clears throat> I don't know. So, your early prediction. <laughs> I told you, everyone uh, laughed when I said that that series will not finish in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. And I think by the end of. By the end of February, they were supposed to be two issues out mm-hmm. this year. And it looks like we're getting close to the end of February without one so far. <laughs> yep. That is that is true. <laughs> it's a real shame. It is a real shame because that event, we were so hyped up about it. Yeah. And so, and it, like, at this point, I'm still want to see it and want to read it. I don't know if at this point where I'm just going to wait and let them stack up and then That's, read them all over again all at once. At this point, I I have them, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to read another page until I have the final issue in my hand. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I think with with a mystery with as many layers as that book has, mm-hmm. reading an issue... And then waiting four months for another issue. You know, I mean, like at this point, I know I'm going to have to go back and reread the whole, you know, the first, you know, from one through whatever, seven or eight before nine. Even I don't remember half the stuff that happened. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's the problem with reading a lot of comics that have a lot of characters that I mean, you know. I, I don't remember what book half of what's going on is happening in. So to have a story like this, <laughs> there's there's no way. And the the funny thing is my my friend Jeff that I go to uh, New York Comic Con with every year texts me the other day. I mean, like maybe three days ago. He's like, oh, I think Doomsday Clock is delayed the next issue. And he's like, I think I'm also done reading that series. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I, I can't keep waiting and not waiting. And he basically, he said the same thing where he's like, I'm just going to wait until the rest of it's out and then I'm going to buy the rest of it. 
Yep. So I, I'm curious what the sales numbers are going to look like. For the trade? As, <laughs> well, I mean, not only for the trade, but I mean, you know, like anything, the first, you know, first issue and the numbers go down after that. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm wondering if there are big drops from issue to issue. Well, there has oh, to be. Just because so many people are like, you know what, at this point, I'm not going to wait eight months for the next four issues. I'm just going to wait and grab the trade and just sit down and read it. Yep. Yep. So, you know, especially when like nothing's really tying into it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of good that nothing is. Yeah. I mean, I think there's supposed to be something with Batman and flash again, right? Nope. That's heroes in crisis. Oh, it's, Oh, okay. That's, that's going to be it, for this heroes mystery, in not that mystery. Yep. <laughs> okay. They can't finish one mystery before they tackle a different one. <laughs> yeah. So which timeline are we in with, with this Batman and Flash? Like, did, the, did that, that Batman and Flash also find a button that they're trying to t- deal with? I think so. But, oh, okay. But they just put that on the back burner. <laughs> yeah, that is more, <laughs> more pressing matters. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you got me too. Yeah, and the thing, like with my friend, he's he has been into DC Comics since we were little kids. But he doesn't read, you know, 700 books a month like we do. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, he's always been in on Superman and like a couple other things here or there. But he always does the event stuff. And for like a casual... Yeah, I mean, more than casual, but, you know, I guess a casual-ish reader to just be like, yeah, I just don't care. Like, that's that can't be good, you know, for for the bottom line. But Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just been years of delays on different books, so I've just come to expect it at this point. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You got anything else? Yeah, I had a question for you about Gotham. Okay. Are you mostly caught up on Gotham? I am caught up, except for... There was an episode this week, I think, I didn't watch. Yeah, this week I didn't watch, but I am caught up. Okay. Well, I mean, without specifically getting into any story stuff anyway, my question is this. Mm-hmm. Do you think there are too many storylines going on this year? <laughs> Do you think that's because this is the last year? That's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> No, you it, asked me, and I answered your question with a question. Oh, my God. That was where my question was going. <laughs> so you need to stop. <laughs> so you didn't have one question for me. You had two. Well, it was a leading question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't ask Brian Edward Hill all these dumb questions. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, I, had a whole, I had more pages of notes that next time it will be weird questions. Um, do, I mean, Gotham's always been awesome to me, mm-hmm. but yes, sometimes it seems like things are happening quick, more fast than I would like them to. Yeah. But I understand why. Yeah. Like this, this year when it started, I mean, DMZ is one of my favorite comics ever. Mm-hmm. 
So the fact that Gotham is doing like a DMZ sort of storyline mm-hmm. where the city is shut off from everywhere else. This is like, and, this is like no actual no man's land, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what this arc is oh, called yeah. or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. but I mean, that's basically what the comic no man's land was like. Right. But yeah. I mean, I mean, you're going to hook me with, with that type of story any day. Yeah. But then you have that, and then you've got there's the Penguin stuff, and there's the Riddler stuff, and then there's the Joker stuff, and then there's Harley Quinn thrown in there, mm-hmm. and then you got the stuff with Selena, and you got the stuff with Barbara, and you got and it's just like, okay, <laughs> I just need a little bit more focus in these episodes <laughs> that I know I think it's only thirteen episodes this season. Mm-hmm as the final season. And I know that they have a lot of characters that they want to get closure on before the show ends, but Oh my goodness. It's like, it, it feels like I'm watching ADD at times. Yeah. <laughs> like ADD played out. Yeah. Yeah. Where like, just as soon as I'm starting, you like, you really get into a storyline with character and then it's like, now we're over here. And then they don't even get back to that original character until like the last two minutes of the episode. And you're just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, I need somebody, anyone who's listening, once this season is over, can you edit together videos of each individual person's storylines <laughs> so that I can just sit and watch, <laughs> sit and watch that because that would be wonderful. Yeah. And, and I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah, that's true anything is on the internet at this point on the um, YouTubes, I bet. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm still enjoying the show a lot, mm-hmm. but it's like, it feels like it could be, I mean, for their last hurrah, it feels like it could be better. Oh, man, I don't know. I, I think with like a little bit more focus on a couple things, and a little less focus on some of the other stuff. Yeah. Like it seemed like like three episodes worth of Penguin making bad bullets and them trying to get bullets from Penguin. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, <laughs> like it's, it's enough with this. Like I've seen this play out and it's still every episode. They have to do that again for like six minutes of the episode. See that part. I don't care. Like that part is fine <laughs> for me. I'm okay. over the butch part. Which, oh yeah. I mean, which is done now, I guess. Yeah. But like that's the part that drug for me every time. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. And of course, like and I mean, you know my feelings on the Joker being on that show. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that I thought we were finally done with it and then apparently no. Not even close. And now there's a Harley Quinn to go along with it. It just makes me bonkers, but I'll give it to him. I just, (laughs) I don't get why it's, uh, I don't get it. But as long as the show ends with Bruce in the cowl with the bat signal and Commissioner Gordon on the rooftop, I'm good. I don't know if I want it. I, like at first I wanted it, but if they're gonna give me like teeny Bruce Wayne, I I don't know if I or T 
teeny Batman, I don't know if I want it. Well, maybe it'll be like Daredevil, where he's just kind of wearing the black outfit and the yeah, you know, the do rag, like the year one stuff. Yeah, yeah, the do rag. <laughs> but I mean, like honestly, though. At this point in the show, Bruce is like such a secondary character. Yeah. That like I mean, I'm trying to think in the last episode, he he was not in a whole lot of it. No. Not much. And you're just like, "All right, that's cool cuz I get that this is Commissioner Gordon's show." Yeah. I was going to say cuz he's always been kind of a second third character though. So Right, but now that I mean, I don't know how old he is in real life. He's got to be getting close to 20 at this point, right? Right. I mean, now that he's, like, older and, like, he doesn't look like a little kid anymore, I, I'd i love to see him doing more. And also, I want more Alfred because he's awesome on that show. Yeah. I agree. But. Which, I mean, we're going to get more Alfred, just not that Alfred. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, man. We were going to do the whole Mount Rushmore of DC, but we'll save that for another time. Sure. I'm okay with that. Because we can... I mean, that could be half an episode all by itself. Because we debated on, even character-wise, what goes up there. Yeah, this is very true. And then even creator wise I mean that's open for everybody yeah because it's always a debate like nope. we used we used re- wrestling Mount Rushmore yeah. I mean that everybody has a different answer some answers might be the same but I I think that there's always I mean if you're doing a four there's always two that I think are going to be the same a character-wise or creator-wise? I'm just saying in general. Like oh. if if you do like something like that, you know, you'll pro- half of them will probably be similar. Maybe not in the same order. A third one is like maybe, but then there's going to be like that fourth one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be complete opposites for everybody, which I think that's the one that makes it interesting to see. Yeah, but I mean, it's your Mount Rushmore for DC. Right. It doesn't have to be the Mount Rushmore for DC. Right, but I'm saying, you know. I mean, I get it. You want to put Cyborg up there four times. I understand. Yeah. Not four times, three times. Oh, okay. Blue Beetle is number four. <laughs> well, all right. But but only only um the the new Blue Beetle. Not not Ted. Jaime? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Because Johnson Kent and Connor Kent. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Cyborg, um, Doom Patrol starts next week. Yep, it sure does. You, you excited for that? I am, actually. And I have that stupid song in my head, like that... Uh, what is it? Uh, you know, like the oldie... Like from Bioshock-type music. No. Oh my god. YouTube. The no. Trailer. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, if it's in your head and you don't even know what it is. Well, I don't know what it's called. I don't know what that <laughs> music is called, basically. But it's like the old 
the timey wimey type, mm. like a uh, needle on the record type music. Right. You know what I'm describing it as. But, yes. Um. Yes, just because I like Doom Patrol on Titans. Yep. Um, I'll hold judgment out for Cyborg because it could be done right. Nope. Like, I mean, obviously he, he's going to be an I'm outcast or whatever, and they're going to take him in, kind of like Gar. Based off of the promo images alone. You can't base them off the promo images and, alone. And I've I've been against <laughs> basing stuff off of promo images. Yeah. Because they don't have, like, all the effects and everything there. Yeah. But that being said... Mm-hmm. Based on the promo images alone of the people on this show, mm-hmm. it looks like Cyborg cannot be within a hundred yards of a school. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. To be honest with you, I mean. I went into Titans very excited, but also like cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. because I mean, who knew what it was going to be? And when the trailer hit and you're just like, wow, this is way darker than I was expecting. Yep. But you know, man, did I love that show and the episode with the doom patrol, even though I don't think they were all in the episode, but most of them were, um, I, I mean, I loved all the characters. I thought it was great. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing how they do this series. Yeah. Because this could... I mean, this is their second live action. Yeah. So it could turn more people on to keep the app. Yeah. I mean, not only that, it gives more original content for the app for people to get excited about getting yes that too you know because i mean up up until this point you've had titans you've had the new season of young justice and then this yeah so you know i mean that's a lot of people like well there's not enough new stuff well here you go here's more new stuff and then i guess shortly after doom patrol ends it's going to be swamp thing starting up yeah, because figure whatever it is, thirteen weeks from now is going to put it, you know, just about mid-May or, you know. Yep. Well, also uh, the second half of Young Justice should be too, right? When when does that come out? I thought that came out in the summer. Oh, it might. I I don't remember. I think there's a little bit of a break. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're on a break right now, so. Well, yeah, but I I think it's a little bit longer. Like I think. We're going to get Doom Patrol, and then we're going to get Swamp Thing, and then Young Justice will be back. See, I was thinking that we would get Doom Patrol, Young Justice be back, and then Swamp Thing. Oh, maybe. Because Swamp Thing would be, like, around uh, Halloween time. No, that's coming out around my birthday. Oh. Well, maybe it'll end on Halloween. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so you got anything else? I don't have anything else. Cool. 
I want to thank Brian Edward Hill for coming on. Yes. I want to thank you for putting your big boy pants on and having a good conversation with him. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and I want to be pissed at myself for missing the whole thing. Hey, man. There's really nothing you could do when your internet is out for, for days. Yeah, I know. So, but minor spoiler alert. He did say he wanted to come back on and talk about the series more when it comes back. Or not when it comes back, but when it gets a little farther in. Yep. So, um, maybe I'll have to figure out who I can get to cut your phone lines <laughs> and internet next time. <laughs> yeah. So it happens twice. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Yeah. Take us out. Well, thank you all for listening to this week's slightly delayed episode of the Absolute DC Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with me on Twitter, you can at Aaron S. Bell. And I'm at Rombar316. The show is at DC underscore absolute, and you can email us at absolutedcpodcast at gmail.com. Booyah! Check you later. Nobody says check you later. <laughs> Why do you got to say that? <laughs> Sound like some <laughs> Check DC absolute. Hell yeah. That wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Ooh. Nerdy Legion. NerdyLegion.com. Totally confused. Shut up. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Forget it. Podcast over. Shut up. <laughs> You're not my real dad. <laughs> <laughs>